Do you get in trouble, Tim, for not taking the rubbish out? No, no, but I am the, the rubbish man. In Japanese, you can omit certain parts of the, the sentence. So in Japanese, when you want to ask someone to take the rubbish out, you can just say the name and rubbish. So my wife is Japanese. Sometimes she just says, Tim, rubbish. <laughs> As if, like, Tim, you're rubbish. <laughs> There's different ways to interpret it. <laughs> Hi everyone, it's Tim here, and I'm joined by Archie France and Lockie Nicholson. Hey, hey. G'day Tim, g'day Lachlan. That's good to be here. Is it France or Franz? Is that my South African coming out? <laughs> that was South African, mate. <laughs> That's very South African to me. It comes out every now and then. Uh, <laughs> I'm confused. That's all right. Well, I quite like it. I'm glad we got that cleared up after three seasons. <laughs> France, it's the fancy France. Welcome to season three of Mind Over Money. So it's Valentine's Day as we record and launch this episode and money and relationships both have problems. So if we want to have great a great Valentine's Day, we want to get in and resolve any problems that we do have. Maybe you had a big argument with your spouse because they didn't take the rubbish out. Uh, I think the same can be true for our finances. If we have a problem, big or small, if we avoid it, we can maybe miss out on the good life that is available. So maybe your finances have gotten off to a rocky start this year, got through the Christmas period, um, all the the credit cards, I don't know, or the bunch of goals that you had maybe set up and you're already in February. It's shocking that it's whatever date it is, February the 14th today, and maybe you feel like giving up already. But today we wanted to just really encourage you. So if you're nodding your head to that, um, just keep listening because this conversation, I believe, will help you create a plan to move forward and feel great about your finances. Yeah, so good. Sounds good. Do do you get in trouble, Tim, for not taking the rubbish out? No, no, but I am the the rubbish man. In Japanese, you can omit certain parts of the, the sentence. So in Japanese, when you want to ask someone to take the rubbish out, you can just say, the name and rubbish. So my wife is Japanese. Sometimes she just says, Tim, rubbish. <laughs> As if, like, Tim, you're rubbish. <laughs> There's different ways to interpret it. So that's how I know I need to take the rubbish out is when my wife calls me rubbish. Um, <laughs> and I get right on that. So <laughs> nah, no dramas there. Yeah, it's cool. I, I got to do it twice. I got to take it out to the bin. Then I got to put the bin in the car and take it to the dump. <laughs> the benefits of living in nature. Yes. Let's jump in. We've got three tips to help you reconnect with your finances and have finances that you can love. So tip number one is to get the big picture. Archie, what do we mean when we say that? So the big picture, it's, it's too easy for us to focus on one thing and one thing only, you know, such as a problem and actually miss out on seeing where we're heading and what the big picture is. You know, my brother had this as a classic recently. He was he was talking to someone and the person he was talking to said, I'm really struggling here because the the piece of carpet in front of me, the pattern is not correct. And, you know, and it's doing my head in. And my brother said, oh, well, look, just focus on the stuff around the mat and see if that helps. And the guy was just overwhelmed with, you know, how that just took him away from that problem. <laughs> and he got his brain back and he could actually function properly again. So that's really what we're talking about here is get that big picture, you know, see what season you're in, you know, see what's going on, where you're heading to, uh, and not focus on just the one problem. Yes, we need to fix our problems, but if we just keep focusing there, we, get, we really get stuck. 
And often those small problems or the small faults, as an example of a relationship maybe, they're not the real problems. So, mm. you know, in finances, we might be thinking the problem is we're paying too much of a higher interest rate right now versus mm. the real problem might be are we actually getting in and paying off the home. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's so true. Problems can be so contextual. And if we look at someone else's problem, they have a completely different set of circumstances and then we think, ah, oh, that's the problem. Mm. <laughs> but that you could be completely missing your own personal situation and be like, oh, okay, you have a very different financial situation. Um, and yeah, that when we step back and zoom out, it's easier to see, okay, what do we need to do in our finances? Um, yeah. Get that big yep. picture. And, and look, the, the media are classic, you know, all the clickbait in media is designed to get people focused on a problem. <laughs> so, you know, so the problem is the housing market. The problem is the interest rates. The problem is, um, you know, too much debt or whatever. It's, it's just all this clickbait uh, that's out there that gets us focused on the problem um, or thinking what this is the problem. And if we don't have the big mm. picture, we, we can't actually put it in perspective. And, you know, when we t- say talk house prices, House prices go through cycles and we're just in a cycle that I've gone through probably three times in my lifetime, mm. probably even four times. And it shouldn't stop us from buying a house. It's just a cycle, you know, and life goes on. And if it, if it stops you from buying a house, that's the problem. <laughs> mm. Yeah. I think just that is really encouraging to hear that it's happened before. Nothing new because we can feel like it's the end of the world. Um, but like you've said in the past, you know, rates have been higher than this in the, and things have been yeah. tighter in the past. So I think that's, that's encouraging. Just saying that kind of steps, helps us step back and zoom out a yeah. bit and get the right perspective. Yeah, that's it. All right. Our second tip is to hit the problems head on. So it's important to understand that problems are seasonal. Um, kind of just mentioned this, but um, just like in relationships, things don't always last forever. <laughs> I don't mean that with relationships, <laughs> but <laughs> I mean that in regards to health problems, <laughs> hopefully. And and we go through different things at different moments in time. And I think it's important mm. to understand, okay, this is not forever, but there's a season to this. And then when we know that, we can say, okay, we can tackle this season's problem because it might be unique to this season. Yeah, it is seasonal. People, when they get married, they'll uncover a bunch of new problems and they might think that that's a sign that it's bad, like this, did I get into the wrong marriage? But actually, every season does have new problems. So it's actually a sign that you've moved into a new season. So Mm. you might get a pay rise, you know, then you have a problem with tax. You buy your first home, (laughs) you know, and then the air conditioner dies. Uh, you know, you buy a car and then you got the car repayments uh, or the car dies, you know. (laughs) Mm. So problems are always with us and they're going to change every season. So the best thing to do is just get in and hit the problem head on um, so that it doesn't linger and linger into the next season. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Which brings us to, so how do we solve the problems? Because we we do Mm. need some way of actually solving problems. So so when it comes to Mm. our relationships, uh, sometimes the only way to actually resolve problems is to get some counseling and, you know, actually work through the problem with someone else who can get a different perspective, who can actually show you the bigger picture, you know, and help you understand what's going on. So, mm. and that's, that's again, where Way- Waymaker comes in is, you know, you're working with an advocate to help you look at your cash flow, utilize tools to actually, you know, figure out, is this actually a problem, you know, or, you know, is this something that we need to work on? 
Or do we need to be looking at the bigger picture and start working on things that are going to become a potential problem in the future mm. that we can actually fix now and so that, yeah. that they don't become a problem in the future, uh, especially when we're looking at seasons. You know, we, we know that seasons are going to change the way our finances work. Uh, and I think that's, you know, we've got to burst the bubble that everything's perfect and that we can have the perfect job and the perfect life. That just doesn't exist, <laughs> and uh, except in movies, yeah, uh, like Mr. and Mrs. Smith, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> but even they had to work through their problems. Isn't that isn't that the one where they're trying to get killed the whole the whole way through the movie? <laughs> yeah, aren't they spies? <laughs> Different problems. <laughs> yeah, I like that point about being proactive, jumping in, you might be hitting a problem head on and it's a small problem, but you've actually stopped a bigger problem down the line. So cutting up the credit card today could solve you from a massive headache in the future or getting in and paying your home down now while you've just got Mm. this brand new home will set Mm. you up in four to five years where you'll just be jumping for joy going, I'm so glad we got in and paid down that loan. Or you know, getting rid of the car loan now so you're getting ready for your second car in four or five years' time. Yeah, by getting in and, and hitting, even if it's a small problem, just being on top of it. I, I just heard this week, you know, someone, you know, paying off their home in 12 years has only three years to go, but because of the higher interest rates, they've had to increase their loan repayments even further to be able to, you know, achieve that goal of getting that home paid off in 12 years. And so what they've done is, you know, cut things out of the budget to actually increase their loan repayments in this season so that they achieve their goals so that in three years time, the home loan is gone and they can send their child to the school that they want to send them to. So, so they're looking at the mm-hmm. big picture and going, this is what I need to do in this season so I can have a great next season. So maybe for other people listening, the problem is to get ready to buy a home, start saving, mm. start using strategies to work towards your first home instead of waiting for interest rates to come down, get ready to actually buy a home. Because again, if you wait around, <laughs> it could be a bigger problem down down the line. Yep. Okay, tip number three uh, is to install good habits. So what do we mean by this, Archie? Is this about winning the lotto? <laughs> Mate, uh, we spend a huge amount of money on gambling in Australia. Uh, and, you know, we were just looking at some stats there before and, you know, seven billion a year on lotteries during the cost of living crisis. So we've actually increased what we're actually spending on lotteries yeah. here at the present time. Highest record ever. Yeah. So that sort of points to us that one, the marketing's working. <laughs> you know <laughs> that that um, people are actually spending more uh, in that area, but also you know number two is like it's a habit where we're trying to win something here. And look, I see this play out in so many cases, you know, people are looking to buy the house that's going to give them a big win, or they're looking to buy the car that's going to give them a big win, or get the job that's going to give them a big win. It's, a, it's this mentality around, you know, we've got to win. <laughs> uh, you know, some, some people take it to an extreme. If you go shopping with them overseas where there's bartering, uh, it's embarrassing you know, in how far they've got to go to win <laughs> <laughs> when they're bartering, you know, with some poor peasant on the street. Um, and and that, it's that win, it's that, you know, that habit of I must win, I must win. So what we want to help people to understand is have some good habits. You know, where you're still winning, 
but understand what a good habit is, you know, versus a habit that's not going to take you where you want to go. Or maybe we should rephrase this point to install winning habits. What are the habits that are actually going to help us win? Because mm. lining up for the lotto each week, yeah, hundred one in a hundred million chance, probably not a winning habit. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I guess we all already have habits that we are Yeah. We're doing every day. So we might as well get those habits working for us and not mm. against us. Yeah, maybe we need to replace some habits. Actually, if you if you look at that one in a hundred million chance of winning, if you put it over your lifetime you know, and, and you're doing it every day, there's probably no chance of actually winning. But some people are still doing it over their whole lifetime, hoping that one day they're going to get that win, <laughs> you know, that major win. Mm. Not a small win, a major win in, in the lotto there. So let's look at some good habits. Uh, my first one would be pay off debt. De- mm. Debt's not a winner. It feels like winning, you know, when you're able to drive out of the car lot with that brand new car. But using debt to do that is definitely not a win, winning habit. Uh, so we want to get debt paid off. That's that's my first one. What's yours, Lockie? Uh, I think just using cash to pay for things, using your own money and not um, putting things on a credit card. Um, yeah, that's definitely a winning habit. The ability mm. to save up and, and buy something with cash and you know feel good about it because you do have the money for it. Yeah. And you're in control of your money. Oh, yeah. How about you, Tim? What's your winning habit? Yeah, I think this all comes off of um, winning the battle before you get into the battle. And like that's like where having a, a good cash flow system in place really helps. So you mm. know, okay, this is what I can work with. And maybe then saving for like those purchases rather than living off debt. Like Lucky said, the car, I mean, that's a big one. And that requires every day making decisions towards a, a large purchase like that but or a holiday or even small things like an air fryer <laughs> but rather having a, a plan in place before you get to the decision and then you can track the progress i think that's a great a great habit so regularly checking and adjusting the cash flow system and um, making it fun making it enjoyable <laughs> that whole process but yeah i think that's a yeah. pretty life-changing one the good thing about the cash flow system is we can use automation to automate that yeah. habit so money is going to our values, to our goals every day, to mm. bills. We can install that habit pretty easily. And automating can be a great way to get rid of stress because uh, stress will cause us yeah. to run away from problems. <laughs> so, so, uh, so we, yeah, if we can get rid of the stress, we can help, you know, focus on doing that, getting those good habits in place there. And my last mm. one, uh, which I'm always uh, telling people about, is invest regularly. If, if you want a big win, if you invest regularly, like every every month, every week, every fortnight, if you're investing money uh, and putting away a small amount all the time, you eventually win the lotto because you're coming out with millions of dollars at the end of 30, 40 years. So like we've got strategies there that can put you at least $3 million ahead uh, over a 30, 40 year period and get you out of debt, you know, no more debt, no more living on debt. You know, so those strategies are just so powerful. It's it's how you win, but you got to just recognize I'm in a season and this is my season. Mm. <laughs> and at this stage, this is what I've got to do. Great. So those are just three ways we can kind of fall back in love with finances. And just like any relationship, it takes communication, investing over time and a bit of effort. It really does to make a great relationship. And that also makes a great life. And it's the same. That's really true for our finances. So our encouragement to all of you 
is that this year, let's in 24, let's invest in improving our finances. Uh, we're on this journey as well together. Mm. Um, yeah. And so that we can have finances that work and so that you can love your finances rather than avoid them and be stressed by them. They can actually be something <laughs> that brings joy and, um, and in terms of what you can do and what you can achieve when you put your mind to it. Because, mm. yeah, we actually use so much energy trying to hide and cover our problems. But that's what we're trying to do here at Waymaker. And it's not just shameless self-promotion. It is like that's the why this was born was that we can have a mm. group of people that can get around, talk about these things that are really important and really does affect our lives and create mm. tools and a community where we can get energized into mm. loving and solving problems and changing really our financial world. So thank mm. you so much for for joining us on season three. And I'm really Ooh. looking forward to this year. We're going to have a lot of fun together. Yeah. Hopefully a lot of encouragement, a lot of key ideas and tools that we can use to improve our, our lives overall. Mm. Yeah. Thank you so much, Archie, uh, for all the wisdom <laughs> and, and Lockie as well for, for all the wisdom from you. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play the moderator role this year. So... <laughs> which means you're going to bring the whip down when things aren't <laughs> running well keep the time on it keep the time <laughs> yeah no I'm, I'm stoked for this year the podcast yeah if you you've been listening to us since the beginning big thank you and just want to say if you can subscribe wherever you're listening to the podcast and you can also listen to us on youtube the podcast is now being fed through youtube and we're going to put up some bonus clips this year as well so you can catch those if you search waymaker finance on youtube as always, the links are in the show notes uh, where you can also book a call, a free call with one of our advocates or mortgage brokers to talk about your finances. Thanks, Tim. Thanks, Archie. Cool. Thanks, Lockie. Thanks, Tim. And Valentine's Day, if you haven't done it yet, make sure you apologize and have a great Valentine's Day. <laughs> for not taking the rubbish out. <laughs> yeah, for not taking the rubbish out. <laughs> Righto. See you guys. See you guys.